Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Hey guys, uh, happy Tuesday. Glad everyone made it through Monday. Um, No tears this Tuesday. (laughs) Promise, I'm good. Um, We're going to do just a fun episode this Tuesday. Uh, So... Today, we're going to talk about just some of the fun, awkward, funny fan stories, like things people say to me, weird messages I get, because let me tell you, there's so many. Um, it's so interesting. Before pretty much my life was like public, fit for public consumption, it's not something you think about. There's not all these people like watching everything you do. Also, social media wasn't really a thing before. I mean, I was in college, I guess, when Facebook I'm dating myself. When Facebook came out, I was in college. I'm 38 now. So I think particularly when Instagram really started booming, that's when um, some of the messaging got strange. So first off, we're going to talk to all these strange boys. I don't know if any of you guys are listening. I'm calling you boys because you say wild stuff and you must be young, even though some of your pictures look like you are 60. But I get the strangest stuff sent to me about my feet about like my body, about like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how this happened one time, but there was a period, I actually had to report this to like up in the network of the show because I didn't know if it was real, I didn't know what was going on, but I was getting, um, it was over the span of two seasons. Uh, Anytime the show started airing, it was this number that would text me and send me just super, super explicit videos. And I was getting voicemails, like really, really explicit, inappropriate voicemails. And luckily, like I blocked that number. They had like traced it. It was from uh, Nebraska. It was a different state. So like they weren't close to me. So it was just someone, you know, sitting probably in their grandma's basement being a weirdo. But 
Um, that's the only thing, like that's the closest anything has come to being like super, super weird. A lot of it's just strange stuff on Instagram. Like I'll post like a picture of like an outfit try on and I'll get, it's usually the same handful of people. I've started blocking them, but it's like, show me your boobs. And like, it, it's like when you get cat called on the street, like when a guy's like, hey, hey girl, look, look, does that work? Like I'm going to stop. Like you're going to send that to me on Instagram and I'm going to be like, you know what? I should show him my boobs. I'm going to send him a boob picture. Like who, who thinks that? Like what is, I guess it's probably a lack of thought process, not what is the thought process there, but a lot of that. And it's kind of become like a running joke. Like my only fans, anytime there's a picture, I'll like blur my feet out and say, you know, you got to pay for that. Um, I do know a lot of people make a very good living on OnlyFans. So, you know, depending on how everything shakes out in the next year, um, y'all might find me on there with with some weird feet stuff, you know, on a construction site. <laughs> I don't know if my husband would uh, support that. He's very supportive, but that might have crossed the line. Um, so I get a lot of stuff like that. Um, I also get some interesting things. I actually had a, a meet and greet recently. It was 200 people. And the gal next in line, I don't know if she thought I could hear her or not. I think she would have said it even if she thought I heard her. But as she was handing her phone to the gal to take the picture of us, she said, will I be allowed to touch her? And the girl taking the picture is is one of my friends. And it's so interesting to her and to everyone else. Like these people – the girl taking her picture has only known me since I had the show, but a lot of most of the people around me have known me since before the show. And they're they it's just comical to them that they think that these people are so like in awe of me. They're like, you're like half showered. I've seen you poop in a bag. Like, why are these people getting all gaga about you? And I'm like, I, I don't know either. But I also get it because like when I see people, I was at an Avett Brothers concert and my husband and I saw Dak Shepard and best friend Aaron Weekly. I was like, I don't want to be the person. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person, but I really, really want to go say hi to them. And like, it's like, why? Hi. Okay. And I did it and I took a picture and I felt like a complete a-hole. And I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Because I think it's this like dual thing where you feel like it's this like untouchable person, but you also, because like you follow them and you see them on social media, you feel like you know them and we're like, we would be friends. Like Dax, you and I would be friends. And coming out of my mouth, like people say that to me in messages and person all the time. They're like, we really like would probably get along really well. And I'd say, you know, half of them are probably right. Half of the other half probably don't really know me well enough or think they would. But then when they really got to know me, they'd be like, you are a lot and maybe too much. But it is a lot of that. A lot of people – so this gal that asked if she could touch me, my friend kindly just answered, well, you're going to be able to take a picture with her. Um, So yes, you can can put your arm around her for the picture. And she was so happy. And, you know, if that's – if if I can, you know, smile and do that and it's going to make someone's day, like 100% why – would anyone ever be cranky about that? Even though I know some people do get cranky about that. But if you guys are listening to the podcast, you've probably listened to a lot of the episodes. So you are you get like I am very down to earth. I really am while I've changed like the same person. I try to avoid showering at all costs. I rarely brush my hair. I got to be better about brushing my teeth. But even um, – God, it was probably like midway through when the show was getting big. 
and I was going somewhere with my sister and uh, someone had stopped us and like asked to take a picture and said hi. And my sister like meant it in the most kind, loving way, I'm sure, but she says it like it is. She was like, don't you think you should like think about things more before you leave the house? Because like think how like get dressed and like do something with yourself (laughs) because I probably looked absolutely wild in this picture. And I was like, you know, I do. But like half a second, I'm like, I should really try or like I should at least put a hat on or whatever. Um, And as far as it gets is I'll usually like spray some dry shampoo in and try to like put some powder on a zit. But that's just me. I mean, and rewind all the way to college. We'll go back to college. This made me think of a story. So um, Brittany, who works for me now, I, I know her because I went to college with her sister, Lindsay, and I lived with six girls. So there were seven of us. And my kind of like heyday was in high school. Um, so I definitely went out in college, but they would like get dressed to the nines and like look amazing and like super sexy. And Lindsay had like legs for days. She still has legs for days. And I'd be in like yoga pants and a hoodie. And they're like, you're not going to a party like that. Like, why don't you get dressed? Like, you're not going to get a dude dressed in yoga pants and a hoodie. And this is in college. So this is pre-show, pre-any construction, like pre-anything. This is just who I am at my core. Uh, and and my kind of response was like, look, I could get all dolled up, but the reality is anyone I snag dolled up, they're going to get this, what is happening now. So I could trick them with the fancy version that's going to come out once a year if we, you know, end up being long-term in the, at this party I'm going to and I find my husband in college while drinking jungle juice, which is probably not likely, or I could avoid a lot of the effort of like doing my hair and doing my makeup and being uncomfortable and wearing high heels that I hate. And I could just chill and drink some jungle juice and maybe avoid the douchebag guys that are going to hit on me if I look hot. I think I'll go that route. And that's what I did. And I successfully (laughs) stayed single (laughs) through most of college. But, you know, fast forward, when I met Steve the first time he saw me, I was in Uggs, yoga pants, and a hoodie. I do believe I had curled my hair, um, put a nice little wave in it. But, Lord, I don't even remember the, oh, the gal that wanted to touch me. So like when you guys think about it, like, and you see other people that you think are like, oh, that's someone I would want to get a picture with or get my autograph with. Like I, I absolutely don't mind at all when people ask to take pictures with me. Um, but it is just funny because I know how like not fancy and like not put together I am on a daily basis as do most of the people around me. Um, so I think for us, it's just weird to see other people like excited to be in in my presence. Um, but it's also, it is very cool. And one of the things, this is not a funny or awkward fan story, like one of the very meaningful things that gets said to me, um, and I'm sure other people on the team a lot, is that like me in the show or Karen in the show or whoever really helped them get through whatever some hard time was. A lot of people, it's like a health issue. So they're stuck in the hospital and they're watching rerun after rerun of Good Bones. Um, and, you know, it's their, it's their bright light. So that stuff is super meaningful. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. 
For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AF. I've had a couple people, uh, I'm not sure if I've heard the story on here before, but like I was walking through um, Bates Hendricks with my husband in a car, like zoomed by and like stopped, reversed, and um, a couple gals like jumped out of the car screaming and like ran up to hug me. And I was like, hi, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, we can take a picture, we can do all the things, it's great. And then they like hopped back in the car and sped off and it was like this bomb drop and Steve, he's like, I don't get it. Like, why do people think they can just like run up and touch you? And I said, well, it's, if they think they can do that, that means like, not only am like I doing my job being genuinely who I am on the show, but like the production company and the network are doing their job conveying that. So these people feel like they really do know who I am. And so to them, it's not like running up and hugging a stranger. It's like running up and hugging their best friend that they haven't seen in a year or whatever it is. Um, but it, it is, it is still funny. Um, some of the other comments I get that I know people don't think of, but a lot of people say, oh my gosh, you're so much prettier in person, <laughs> which is so nice that they think I'm pretty, but I'm like, well, do you realize you're, that's saying like, I'm kind of ugly on the show <laughs> and no one would say it if like, that's, that's what they were trying to convey. I don't think. But I do get that a lot. So apparently I'm not putting my best foot forward when I'm filming. But again, there are so many days where I leave the house knowing I'm filming and I'm like, no, I'm not going to put a boatload of makeup on because then it's college all over again. You guys see the episodes and I'm like done up every time and I, you know, my hair is good and my makeup's good. And then you see me in person, you're like, holy hell, she's a hot mess. I would rather just keep the expectations at a, a much lower baseline to make later interactions easier on everyone, <laughs> like in college. I do get you are a lot shorter in person as well, and I don't quite understand this. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess the camera adds 10 pounds is what they say, so like maybe it adds some height, um, but people are always shocked at how tiny I am. I'm 5'2". Um, but I do kind of get it because I remember if you guys watch um, Alice and Victoria or like Windy City Rehab, she did Kitchen Cratchers forever. She's the kitchen queen. She was an indie and we had messaged and we ended up going to dinner. And the first time I met her, I was like, oh my God, you are the tiniest human ever. And she looks tiny on the show, but in person, she's even like itty bittier. She's just the cutest, tiniest little pit bull. I know y'all know that pit bull that I've ever met. Um, so I kind of get it. There was actually, God, I think it was two summers ago where we did our, like a meet and greet and it was everyone. It was Tad, mom, Corey, MJ, Austin. And it was in the middle of the summer. It was August and we were doing it like in tandem with our warehouse sale. So we were out back and then you like would come through, you would get the picture, you would say hi to everyone and you'd go inside. And it was 
so freaking hot. Like, I don't know if you guys ever thought about this, but think back to the show and think about how many times you've seen me wear shorts. It may be never because I hate my knees (laughs) and my calves. But that's an aside. Knees are ugly. I you got to like pretty knees. I respect. Um, and it was so hot. I was wearing shorts, and that was like at the start of the day, shorts and a t-shirt and like flip flops because it was so dang hot. And we were probably outside for three hours with everyone that was coming through, and it got to the point where I was like, I I can't like I can't handle this anymore. And I went around. We were <laughs> we were doing the photo shoot in front of one of those like big like storage containers that you can like drop and leave. Um, so we had hung like a banner up in front of it and it was behind us um, out back of the store. And I went around to the other side of the store. I took my shirt off. Again, this was just outside, but took my shirt off. I drenched it like in a water bottle. So my whole shirt was soaking wet and then put it back on and then went back around and proceeded to continue taking the pictures. And very shortly after that, it dawned on me like, oh my God, everyone probably thinks that I am dripping in sweat and my shirt is soaking wet and not a single soul has said anything to me now because for whatever reason, but that had to have been what they were thinking. And so then for like the last hundred people, everyone that came up, I kept having to say, I dump water on my shirt. It's not sweat. I promise. I dump water on my shirt. It's not sweat. I promise. Because I, well, I guess I'm projecting. I personally hate like that is my pet peeve. If Steve will like hugs me after he works out or or like sit on the bed sweaty or sit on the couch sweaty. I can't. I can't handle it. I don't want to touch people that are sweaty. So I assume that other people feel the same way. But I was just entertained because not a single soul said anything to me about being absolutely soaking wet. Probably because they didn't want to like offend me or hurt my feelings or something. I don't know. So I love this story because I feel like it gives me hope that one day like I might find the path to like meeting Taylor Swift or something. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But so favorite fan story um, is my mom has an Airbnb in her – where she did. She doesn't have it anymore. But it was her carriage house. And I got a text one day and she said, you know, I usually wouldn't do this, but I have guests staying here and their two little girls are like your biggest fans. And they're so sweet and they're so cute. Like will you come over and say hi? So I walked over, I go up to the carriage house and say hi, and she was right, like cutest, sweetest little girls, Lila and Emmy. Um, I think they were there like on their spring break or something, but just huge fans of the show, wanted to go to the store. So I stayed and chat with them and their mom and dad for a little while. And God bless like young kids that don't have a shame, I guess, yet. One of them was like, can we go see your house? And her mom's like, no, no, no. And I was like, she's like, uh, we really want to see the inside of your house. Like, we watch the show, but we really want to see the house. And I'm like, well, okay, sure. Like, you guys don't seem like murderers. So we leave my mom's garage house, come over, walk in the house. And I don't even know if I told Steve where I was, what I was doing or where I was going, but I came back with a, a whole family and, uh, you know, walked him through the house. And Jack existed at this point. So I I imagine Jack was around. I don't think Charlie was born when I first met them. Maybe she was. I can't remember. I'm so bad at timing. But like showed him the whole house and they were just so giddy. And just I their mom was like, I'm so sorry. This is this is a lot. I'm so sorry. Like thank you so much. We'll get out of your hair. Um but you know hung with them for a minute, chat, gave them the tour of my house that was definitely messier than it looks like on the show. 
um, and went on their way. And, you know, the mom sent me a message on Instagram thanking me. And every once in a while would just, you know, like posts or comment on posts. And we would message back and forth a little bit. Mom ended up joining my husband's workout program that's his online platform, HawkFit. Little little plug for him right there, y'all. Get HawkFit. That's what I do. But their mom, Amy, joined Steve's program. So she has, you know, a communication and relationship with him. Also, the next year when the girls were on spring break, um, I think it was their spring break, they came and her mom had messaged and was like, hey, you know, we're coming back again. The girls were so excited about meeting you. I know you're so busy. You absolutely don't need to do this. But, you know, we're going to maybe get ice cream at the ice cream shop by your house. Like, they'd love to see the kids. So I like, like literally, I got to put everything on my calendar. But I was like, you know, this is, yes, the kids will enjoy this. They're sweet girls. So I put on my calendar for like a half hour to meet them at Square Scoop by our house and get ice cream. So we did that. Um, They're lovely again and then just kind of like went separately. Um, And they did the rest of their, their spring break in Indy and went to the store. And, you know, again, their mom stays in touch. She's messaging with Steve because she does the workout program. And... This was probably um, – it was just a couple of weeks ago now. They were coming back in town. And at this point, we have like some pretty regular communication. Oh, no, no. I skipped one. There was another time. So they they came in town and they actually came over um, – it might have been after the ice cream. They came and like we ordered food and they hung out. And the girls ended up playing with my kids for like five hours, like way past their bedtime. But they all had a ball. Steve and Amy like geeked out about the Hawk Fit stuff. And it was just – it was nice. And then most recently, when they were in town, they're staying at one of our Airbnbs. Um, and Steve messaged Amy, knowing they were coming in town. We didn't have babysitters for the Colts game a couple of weeks ago, and said, Hey, you know, how old is the oldest one? Because I think he gets them all confused. And he was like, Is she old enough to babysit? I know you guys are coming in town. We need a sitter for the Colts game. <laughs> and Amy, the mom, says, you know what? She's really been wanting to get into babysitting. So she's not old enough to do it by herself, but we'll all hang there where you guys go to the Colts game and we'll babysit. And so Steve is he tells me this is what has, has shaken out. And I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious and amazing. And I love it. And so the girls come over just like jazzed to babysit. They have made us all friendship bracelets. Um, and we're we're kind of running late. So we're like, all right, good, good, go. You're good, great. <laughs> we go to the Colts game. And um, Amy and Emmy and Lila babysit Jack and Charlie. And uh, then we got back from the game and, you know, they ended up staying. We ordered food. We played in the hot tub. Um, all, all that fun stuff for another several hours. And it's just a fun story because I met them because the little girls were fangirling, staying in my mom's carriage house. And, you know, fast forward a few years later and they're babysitting my kids. Um, and, you know, we have, we have a friendship with their, with their mom. And unfortunately, I feel like their dad is always working, so he doesn't get to come much. But the moral of the story is if, it, if they can meet their person, maybe one day I can meet Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but in all seriousness, like the people that – you guys who listen to the podcast – are who I, moving forward in life, are doing things for. It's a different audience than the people that watch the show. Um, There are a lot more Karens out in that world than there are existing in my little podcast bubble that I've created, which I love. Um, So 
I've really had to think about someone, someone asked me the question, like, what is like, who is, who are your people? And I was like, I think my people are like people like me and not necessarily women or like moms, but like people who want to talk about the, the shit and the struggles and aren't afraid to like talk about their own stuff and, and be real and be open and be honest and want to actually like understand and get information. And I feel like social media right now is just such a crapshoot. No one cares. They want the clickbait. They want the juicy story. They don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know what's behind it. They don't want to know the person behind it because if they know the person behind it for real, then it's way harder to be a troll. And there's so many times where I get comments um, from, you know, quote unquote fans of the show. I mean, they're following me. They're following two chicks. They clearly watch the show because they're commenting on it, but they just absolutely hate me or think they hate me. They don't know me well enough. And I always just think like if I could have five minutes with you in person, I don't think you would feel this way and I don't think you would ever say any of the things that you're saying to my face. And it's just given so many people this outlet in a really unhealthy way. Like there's so many amazing things about social media and being able to connect with people. But the whole trolling thing is one that's really, really ugly and that's why I really cherish what we have here on Mina AF and also when I do see people in public because you get to have that one-on-one interaction. And if you meet me one-on-one and decide you hate me, I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But the people who don't actually meet me, who don't know me, you know, I made that real and it was kind of a joke, but like, oh, you don't like me? You have a problem with me? Well, call me and we'll talk about it. Oh, you don't have my phone number? Then you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. So shut the up up is really kind of how I'm moving forward in life. So if any of you guys ever do see me out and about or me and my family, if it looks like my husband and I are in a fight, maybe don't like talk to us. That rarely happens, but that could be awkward. But um, obviously like respecting boundaries, like please come and say hi and have a moment and get a picture. Um, I really like getting to have those one-on-one interactions because those are the things that really feel like meaningful. Um, And although I am just talking, you know, staring at my computer screen and there's no one else around me, I feel like I'm talking to all of you guys. Like I'm sitting on my couch in my living room and we're just having a chit chat. Um, So thank you guys all for always listening and and being supportive. and sending in the voicemails. So please keep doing that, you guys. Um, send in voicemails. Let me know what do you want to hear about. What are the what are the you know like challenging things you're going through that you maybe want to ask me and or Steve. Um, someone sent in a voicemail um, about sex after infertility, which is you know an interesting topic. And I'm sure just you know sex as you progress in marriage is is a topic that's a really hard conversation for a lot of people to have. So if you think of things like that that are like you know, I really want to have this conversation with my significant other, my husband, my wife, my friend. Like, can we talk through what that might look like? Have you and Steve had this conversation? Could you both come on? Anything like that. Um, I love having Steve on. So you guys know where to find the voicemail box. It's the link in the show notes. So click it, leave a voicemail. Please make sure you guys are following. Um, click the little like check mark or plus sign at the top of wherever you get your podcast. That means a lot and make sure you guys won't miss anything. So Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mina AF, and I'll see you next Tuesday.
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.